Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. That you may go from earth to heaven. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Right? Then he moves on to Philippians 2 and 7. Jesus became a servant to whom? Not to those that were of his stature or greater. To those that he, the, to those that he came to serve, they were mainly what you would say beneath him, right? You know, when, when, when we get, uh, I won't even say just educated, but when we get in certain places in our jobs or certain places in the community, we feel like we all that, right? That we have risen, right? And that we cannot go back down into the community or go back down to our loved ones and our family members and say, okay, look, what, what's pastor's favorite saying? We want to give a hand up, not a hand out, right? Amen. So Amen. when Jesus became a servant to us, to man, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a lowly servant and was made in the likeness of whom? Us. Right? Amen. Then moving on to 1 John 3 and 1. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. To make you a son of God, that means you've got to let go of some things. Because remember the world didn't know him. So if we're going to be Christ followers like him, the world isn't going to know us either. So we can have all these accomplishments on paper or in our files. It doesn't matter a hill of beans because as we descend higher with our creator, our father, our brother, the world is not going to know us. Then moving on to 2 Corinthians 8 and 9. He became poor. The king of kings. The prince of princes. He became poor. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich. Yet for whose sakes? For our sakes. For your sakes. He became poor. That ye. That ye through his poverty might be rich. Philippians 4 and 19, that you might be rich, but my God shall supply what? Come on, family. All your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So even though to the world he came down in a manger, right? He was born in a, if, if we have to say, a stable with the horses yeah. and the animals. He gave up his riches yes. so that we too could know our value and our rightful place. 
Then in Hebrews 4 and 15, after he gave it all up and they knew who he was, then here comes the temptation, right? Then was Jesus led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Matthew 4 and 1. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings right. of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted just like you and I every day. And yet he accomplished it. He passed. He did not fall to sin. He did not. He was in flesh and blood, just like you and I, and was tempted by the devil. And that, my friends, is an example to let us know each and every day that we can do this. So when we Amen. fall short and we want to give up and you look and say, I just can't do this. This is too hard being a Christian or a Christ follower or a Jesus follower. It's just too hard. I can't live my life right. Then you have to ask yourself why. If he can do it in the same flesh and blood, with the same senses, the same feelings, the same everything that we had when he put himself in his human form, then why is it? That we can't seem to live without sin. And then moving back into 1 Corinthians 10 now and 13. That you may overcome temptation. Here's a little word for you. Just a little bit more to put in your, put in your, your Bible. Or may, maybe try to hold it here in your brain. So when it comes, you can call on it. There have no temptation taking you, but such is as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able. But will with the temptation also make a way. Make a way, make a way, make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. He won't give you more. He won't put any more on you then he knows you can handle. But guess what? Every time you handle that little situation, then you graduate to the next level. Then you handle that little situation and you graduate to the next level. So he is esteeming you, lifting you higher and higher, building you so that you can eventually not be bothered by that temptation so that you can arm yourself when you go out here in the world and you want to walk past other people and share his word with other people that you will not fall to the temptation that they may present before you. Amen. And then he'll take you a little further and prepare you for the next group because see, he knows you. He knows what you're made of. He knows your past and he's got to elevate you past the past. Get that past the past. So that you can move forward. Each level you are graduating. Higher and higher. But then he had to take a step back. And he wept. John 11 and 35. He wept at the tomb of Lazarus. His friend. 
then moving on to Revelations 21 and 4, that your tears may be dry and God shall wipe away all the tears from your eyes and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall be there be any more. Deaconess K, what you say you didn't have this morning? There shall be no more pain, hallelujah, for the former things are passed away. Yes. As we graduate, we elevate. <coughs> and our form starts to transform. And those old things. Just a little bit. That keep trying to corrode our body, kill our body off, keep us in sin, keep us in the old ways. With, I used to do this and this used to comfort me or I used to be able to do this and this is my vice, right? You'll no longer need to hold on to those things because they are in the past. Jesus was also homeless. Yeah? Matthew 8 and 20. And Jesus said unto him, The foxes have holes. Come on, pastor. And the birds of the air have nests. But the Son of Man hath nowhere to lay his head. Come on, family. He's been there, done that. But he knew. Because in John 14, 2 and 3, it tells us he knew what he had in store for him. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there ye may be also. Right? So when the times get hard and you think you have to live according to the Joneses, just remember the Joneses may not have that invitation. Okay? <laughs> All right. Just a few more reminders of how much he loves us. And when he had fasted the 40 days and 40 nights, he was after hunger too. So he's been homeless. He's been hungry. He's been in pain. He's been tempted. Revelation 7 and 16 tells us that thou shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat. Because Jesus was thirsty, there cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said unto her, give Amen. me water. Amen. That you may have a well of water. She looked at him. A living water. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. She looked at him and she said, are you talking to me? Surely you can't be talking to me. That's why I came to the well at this hour. So I wouldn't be bothered. So I wouldn't have to hear, you know, what people say about me. So no one could talk to me. And yet you 
are talking to me? <laughs> that, but whosoever drinketh of the water, so he informed her, you know, see, I'm not talking about the water that you're going to give me out of that cup when you draw it. What I have to give you is more powerful. Yes. So you can come to the well or go amongst those that you live amongst anytime you want to. Because what whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up unto everlasting life. And what did she do? Once he gave her that water. She couldn't contain it, right? It was like joy shut up in her bones and she had to go share it. Amen? Amen. But then Jesus has been weary. Can we say, you know, when weary as in almost to a depression. Now, Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the well. And it was about the sixth hour. So it was getting late, right? Well, getting that you may have eternal rest. Revelations 14 and 13. Because he knew he still had a long way to go in a short time. So how do we get when we know we're facing a deadline? We start pushing it, right? We start pushing it. And then what starts happening? I will start to get a little headache. Our eyes may start to get a little worn. We may start getting hunger pains. And we're like, nope, nope, nope. I got to go one more hour. Or I have to go to until I finish this, right? So we know. And that's what he knew too. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, right, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. Yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works do follow them. Mm-hmm. Come on, come on to me, all ye that labor, labor. and uh-huh. are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Mm-hmm. In other Amen. words, he's telling us, come on, don't forget yes. the goal. Don't take your eyes off the sight. Don't take your eyes off the purpose. Remember the work you have to do. And it gets lonely. It gets lonely. Matthew 14 and 23 tells us, and when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up onto a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was alone. But there's a purpose behind that loneliness too. It's not always that type of loneliness that you're feeling forsaken. Sometimes you have to go off alone to be refortified. Sometimes you have to go off alone so you can be rekindled. See, if people, congregation, the multitudes are around you all the time, they are always what? They're always taking draining, using of you. Give me this. Give me that. I need. I want. And pretty soon you are so weary that you have nothing for yourself. So sometimes that lonely time, we have to stop looking at it as 
that forsaken time. They don't like me. They don't want me around. They don't call me. They don't look at it in a positive manner and say, that's your time to rekindle yourself, to rejoice in the Lord and say, Lord, what's next? Amen. Lord, yes, I'm laying here and I'm being refortified. I'm resting. And now once I have all my energy back up, what is next? Because no, that something is coming next. Amen. So that you might never be alone teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Jesus was forsaken. Matthew 25 and 56 tells us, but all this was done that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples forsook him and they fled. Did happen to him. It happened to him and he had to stay the course. But again, he didn't give up because he pressed forward because he knew the father was with him. He was rejected. He was despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with and acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and was esteemed not. Isaiah 53 and 3. Now this is being prophesied that they knew it was going to happen to him before he had even arrived. So why are we surprised when it happens to us? Why are we surprised? If they warned the world before he was even born, what makes us think that anything is different as we're living, waiting for him to return? Yes. That you might be accepted of God. This is why you go through this. Ephesians 1, 6 through 7. To the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein... He hath made us accepted in the beloved, not the world, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. The riches of his grace, Grace. not ours, because we are hard to forgive. So therefore, It has to be left upon him. But remember, throughout all of this, he was also betrayed by friends. Yea, mine own familiar friend, in whom I trusted, which did eat of my bread, have lifted his heel against me. Again, the Old Testament. Who's this telling us now? Psalm 41.9. It happened to David, right? Amen. So they told us in Isaiah, it was going to happen to Jesus. Then David reminds us again. But Jesus said unto him, Judas, betrayest thou the son of man with a kiss? That you might have in him a faithful friend. So even after he betrayed him and knew he had done wrong, why did he kill himself? Why did he death by suicide? Because in his heart, he knew that Jesus had done no wrong. Right? Henceforth, I call you not 
servants. Jesus called them all a friend. For the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth, but I have called you friends. For all things that I have heard of my father, I have made known unto you. So family, as I come to a close, I want to share this last one. Galatians 3 and 13. Christ was made a curse for us. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. They hung him on a tree, but it had to be fulfilled. And that curse was so that all other curses could be cast away as he is our newborn risen savior. And they displayed him on that tree and thought that they were making a mockery of him. The thorn, the purple robe, the signing. But yo, little did they know that all those things had to take place. They even said to him in mockery, if you are this king, why don't you call down the angels and save yourself, right? And you know, for me and you, we may have wanted to do that. When people do wrong to us and we just can't take it anymore, how many times do we get in our feelings and say, you know what? I want to turn this thing out. I want to turn some tables upside down. I want to give them a piece of my mind. Oh, Jesus, I want to tell them off. How many times did he refrain from that? The strength and the power because he knew. And that's the mindset we have to put ourselves in to say, we know that we have a space in his home, in the mansion, because he's told us so. But every time we let that pride or that ego or that bitterness or that envy, that jealousy, you know, those deadly sins, every time we let them spew out of our mouths, we're taking a seat, a step back, further and further away from our house, from our mansion, from what he has promised us. So family, as I close, I want to close with, again, where is the love? We have to put it past here and put it here. We have to walk in it. We have to sleep in it. We have to bathe in it. Our every thought. If we think of Jesus every moment, every day, not always thinking about the crucifixion, but thinking about the three little years that he had on this earth. Think about his birth. Think about his walk. Not his car ride, not his train ride, not his airplane ride to get from here to there. His walk and the few people that he touched, but it spread 
it spread and here we are talking about it today mm. Mm. so family i encourage you yes i encourage you to put on your shield every day and remind yourselves that the righteous was made to be sin for us Last one, Romans 8, 3 and 4. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sent us his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, us. who walk not after the flesh, but after after the spirit. spirit. So family, I'm going to close right there and say, remember, when we walk, the flesh needs to die. We need to walk in the spirit every step of the way. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Father, I pray that something I said or shared as I obeyed your word and skipped over many of this black and white on this page, but there was something for each one of us to take away. In Jesus' name, I pray, and I thank you for the honor and the privilege of sharing your message, your word. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you Only love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Jesus, falling in love with Jesus is the best thing I have. Uh, amen. Thank yes. you for that word. Awesome word. Thank you. Mr. Christine, take yes. it, Pastor Christine. Praise God. Praise God. Chaplain Tiffany, for that word. And, you know, you started off with the question, where is the love? Well, you know, you took us on a love walk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you started with with Jesus and what he gave for us. And then your question, you know, as related to families, do we know how to love one another? Mm-hmm. And we come across so many people, whether it's on the telephone, whether it's in the grocery store, in the mm-hmm. workplace, anywhere, in the community, The question is, do we love those as Jesus loved? And yes, we as sinners, yes, Christ died for us, but will we go and be the hands and feet of Jesus? And he has again equipped us with everything that we need to do so. And yes, by Philippians 4.19, as you clearly stated, we can live without sin. We can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth us. And yes, there's no temptation, which is common to man, but he has given us a route of escape. And you made that very clear. We don't have to settle for the way the world handles things Mm -hmm. when it comes to temptation. We have an out. And then you mentioned about it being a lonely walk. Yes, it is. And at times we find that we are lonely in this walk. But you know, you capitalized and said this, let's not look at it in the negative, but let's look at it in the positive. Because in the positive, that gives us more time at Papa's feet for direction mm-hmm. and instruction. Mm-hmm. And the good news you, you even left us with is Revelation 21 and 4, no more sorrows, no more pain, and no more disappointment. Mm-hmm. 
that we have a place in glory. He has already prepared a place for us. And yes, temptations will come, but again, he has given us a way out. And not just a way out, but he gives us rest. Come unto me, you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And you know, the world can't give us that rest that he can give us. That peace that passes all understanding. So this love walk that you just took us on should, again, just reinforce that Christ died for us. He loves us. He is with us and he's for us. He's coming back for us. And then that's going to settle the record. But in the meantime, while we're here on earth, you said, don't quit. Keep going. Keep spending time with Jesus. Take every opportunity we can to get into the word of God. Take every opportunity to expel love just like he did. And yes, we're going to be in some situations to where keeping the flesh under subjection and allowing him to lead and guide us. It's a love walk. I praise God for this word because I was encountered with something, what was today? Something Friday. And trust me, <laughs> this is awesome. It's, it's timely, very, very timely. You know, we have the Holy Spirit that can contain and control us. Thank you, Jesus, because this flesh can get out of, get out of order. But yes. again, we have a route of escape. So I thank and praise God for this word on today. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank Any you. Any other pastor. comments or questions? Yes, Pastor. No, but just saying thank you, Pastor Daniels, for that awesome one today. Amen. Yes. Amen. Timely. Yes. Timely. Very yes. timely. Amen. Yes, Any other comments me, or yes. questions mm-hmm. or contributions to that awesome and powerful word on today? Where is the love? Mm-hmm. Mama CJ, I see you. Yes. I put on my full armor every single day. Amen. The Lord has shown me my version. And I said, dear Lord, uh, thy helmet of salvation, which is the name of our Savior. Yes. Salvation. In his language, Yeshua. Mm. In the Greek, Jesus. Mm. Hallelujah. And then we put on our breastplate, hallelujah, and we have our shield of faith, which is righteousness, mm-hmm. not faith, hallelujah. Then we have the sword of the spirit, mm-hmm. which is the living word of the living God. And then we have our waist girt about holding everything together with that utility belt of the gospel. Mm-hmm. And it's a utility belt, and it's got little pockets and zippers and snaps and all kind of things in it. <laughs> And you can just reach in there and get what you need. You know, you get a little prayer in there. You got a little scripture around there. And then you got some of that non-carnal warfare over in another little area. You know, everything you need, you got the gifts of the spirit. Hallelujah. Everything you need in that utility belt. Amen. And then you go down. Hallelujah. And you get that gospel out because your feet is shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace to give to everyone to love all saints at all times. Hallelujah. And we have to remember that it's not just the feet that's protected. All the way, the thighs, the knees, the legs, right on down. Hallelujah. Yes, ma'am. Hallelujah. All right. Hallelujah. Mm. 
Mama CJ, it sounds like we are armed and not with not with metal armor. Mm-hmm. We're armed. Yeah. Amen. 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 Any any other contributions for that awesome word from our Pastor Tiffany? Any other comments at this time? Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Just want allow me to say, I just want to say thank everyone for our summit on yesterday we participated and they, it was great it was great yes amen yes, uh, hearing from india mm-hmm. nigeria kept trying to get in mm-hmm. but they technical problems with india and with that's two parts of india and one part and after Julius and another part mm-hmm. and the uh, and then uh Sierra Leone Kenya and uh Bahamas I talked to Pastor Batiste last night he had to work mm-hmm. to uh okay. the rest of our partners and I'm so grateful and so our next summit will be somewhere around May or June I got great Amen. And uh, I think it's going to be surprising to all of us, and mm-hmm. and so we we are we are blessed. We're truly blessed. So, Amen. Out to everyone I can, and the ones that I don't see, have not seen in a while, I'm praying with them, praying for them. Amen. I know Eternal mm-hmm. is working, mm-hmm. all and the uh, <laughs> others. But I thank God for each of them. Amen. We we getting ready. Something coming up the road. We have to have that love. Yes. And win so. Amen. We have to be genuine. We have to be real. Amen. Amen. And now, God. Amen. By this, all men know that you are my disciples. If you have for another yes not only that jesus said but loving powerful word pastor daniels mm-hmm. uh, powerful word does it's only by the love of god that mm-hmm. we are drawn mm-hmm. amen amen god bless you god bless mm-hmm. all right god bless well, before we move any further i'd like to thank those that are streaming with us live on um, youtube or facebook and even by way of the podcast. And if you should listen to this later, please, if this, if any of our messages have touched you, as you, if you found this one, you'll be able to find previous ones. If any of them have blessed you and you'd like to let us know about it, then please feel free to drop us a note and we can uh, contact you uh, one-on-one. If you desire prayer, Pastor Christine has already shared our prayer line, the next grief share class, and our Bible study times. So please, please don't just listen to this message and don't just keep this the best kept uh, secret as well. Please like and share and invite someone. Invite someone to join us with you. Thank you so much and we'll bid you farewell at this time. Be blessed. Amen. At this time, we're going to move along and if we have any prayer requests at this time, or even even a testimony. If you have a testimony that is just burning deep down on the inside, you wish to share, 
please feel free to do so at this time. Any prayer request or testimonies? Are we are we still recording? Or are we gonna go on? recording stopped? Okay, Mama CJ. I love all of you as well. Amen. Amen. God bless. God bless. God bless you all. Pastor, we first want to start with uh, praying for your traveling mercy, and then we will Amen. move along to those prayer requests. Mm -hmm. But let us look to the Lord as we, again, lift our pastor up in the name of Jesus. Father God, we just bless you and we thank you, O oh Lord, for all that you have done, Lord. Joyful and triumphant, oh
cost me, you deserve it. If it cost me, you're worth it. If it cost me, you deserve it. You gave it anyway. The strength it cost me, you deserve it. The energy it cost us, you're worth it. You're worth it, you're worth it. You're worth it, you're worth it. We bring everything to the newborn king.
Amen. 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 Amen, family. All right. Thank you. Thank you. So I bid you all farewell. Go in peace. Go in love. Shalom. 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 Have a blessed week, everyone. You too. Thank you. You too. Be very, very blessed. Travel in mercy. You too, Mama CJ. Amen. Amen. God bless. God bless. was enchanting, completely captivating at so many different levels. From the beginning to the end, just